0: Welcome back everybody to another episode of Explain This. I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle. How's Hi. it going?
1: Doing great. How are you?
0: We I'm doing wonderful and we've got a serious topic today yeah. and one that I know a lot of people out there in the Explain This world are interested in and we're going to talk about early treatment and for covid. For <laughs> Early treatment for COVID. It's become such a thing. I know. I know. It's just like a you know, it's like Madonna, one yeah. word. Early treatment.
1: There
0: we go. Uh, guys, we're talking about early treatment for COVID nineteen and I I really wanna your brain here in terms of you know what does early treatment mean why is it so important when in in regards to COVID-19
1: yeah well and so I have my little notes here today because I'm going to get into some statistics for you guys to really emphasize the fact that early treatment is so critical Um, so when I say early treatment I mean number of days from symptom onset Okay. Um, Generally speaking, I like people to be seeking treatment within the first three or so days of symptoms. Okay. Now, I very often see people not doing that for a multitude of reasons. Um, Some people just think, yeah, it's fine, we're just gonna tough it out, and they wait until they're really sick. Or people are going and being tested somewhere, going to their primary, something like that, and they're just being told, yep, you've got COVID. Um, Nothing we can do for it, just go home, and if you get to the point you can't breathe, go to the hospital. Um, And as a provider who treats COVID, on a daily basis, that's probably the most frustrating one for me. Sure, is hearing people being sent home, literally being told, yeah, "Unless you're basically dying, um, just go hang out at home." Right. Um, and so I feel like there's a lot of unnecessary hospitalizations and unnecessary deaths because people aren't getting things early that would be helping. Now, so,
0: have you seen, you know, in terms of first symptoms? Obviously, severity of first symptoms can, you know, there there can be a wide range. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and are you suggesting that just if you got any sort of symptom, you know you're positive, yeah, to to go ahead and see absolutely, that, okay?
1: Because this is one of those situations, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Right. It'd be easy to look back and be like, yeah, I yeah, really, I didn't get that sick. I probably didn't need to go through doing that treatment. Right. Um. Or you could be sitting in the hospital saying, I really wish I had just gone ahead and done that, even though I didn't feel that bad initially. Right. Um. Because as statistics will show here in a second, um, your your effectiveness decreases. So. All the treatments that we're using this is not um, just functional medicine type treatments we're using different prescription medications Um, all the prescriptions we're giving are fda approved medications they're just fda approved for different uses so we're using them what's called off label we do that all the time with medications this is not just for unvaccinated patients this is not just for vaccinated patients it works across the board you know no controversy here anybody who has covid can get treated Um, So let's get into what some of the studies have shown. Let's go over (laughs) some of these. There's a lot here. There's a lot here. So I'm only hitting on the really big things. There's a lot more that we can use in our treatment protocol, but I'm just hitting on the big things that there have actually been studies on that show improvement. So monoclonal antibodies. There's a couple different types of monoclonal antibodies, but I'm looking at just the the group as a whole. Early treatment with monoclonal antibodies, you get a 67 to 79% clinical improvement 86% 80, 86% reduction in mortality with early treatment.
0: And there are some stipulations with monoclonals?
1: Monoclonals, right now, subcutaneous injections, you have to have a BMI over 25 okay. or another comorbidity like high blood pressure, diabetes, be over age 65. Um, and some places are even uh, restricting it based on how severe your COVID is because we are hitting some shortages again out there.
0: Well, what's your time period? with mono- Seven days. Okay, so within seven days of testing positive or yes. first symptoms? Yes, most
1: places they won't give it to you after seven days, again, early treatment. First, first three days, you're going to get better a lot faster. Um, so yeah, 86% reduction in mortality. If you wait and try to use these late in treatment, that improvement only reduces, it reduces down to 18%.
0: I I know you've been treating covid Mm pre-monoclonals and with monoclonals are you seeing a huge difference as a provider like you seem very enthusiastic about monoclonal antibodies
1: i am you know for the people that are a good candidate for it they've got obesity they've got high blood pressure diabetes they're older you know the people that fit the mold for it They get better. Yeah. Now, yeah, the the, the statistics show. Now, would they have gotten better just with the other stuff? Probably. Right. You know, I'm not going to do like a control group and a test group and be like, hey, you're 65, you get them. You're 65, (laughs) you don't. Let's see who gets better faster. That wouldn't be right. We're not doing that. We're not doing (laughs) that. Um, So is it all due to the monoclonals? No, everything else we're doing is helping as well. But yeah, you only get 18% improvement if you wait until later in treatment. Okay. Um, Ivermectin. So prophylactically, Ivermectin, and we are using this prophylactically as well, Ivermectin has shown up to an 85% effectiveness in preventing ever getting COVID. Wow. Okay. 85%. Wow. Um, so this is why we use prophylactic ivermectin all the time. Um, but even starting ivermectin, once you have gotten COVID, 66% symptom improvement if started early. That goes down to 38% if you wait and start later in in treatment. Wow. In clinical course. Yeah. So again, early. Drastic. Uh, drastic. Yep. Melatonin, 78% improvement in clinical course, 91% reduction in hospitalization. Um, if started early, okay, I, improvements go down to seventy percent if you wait until later in clinical course on, to start it. Uh, melatonin oh, yeah. prophylactical, prophylactically, prophylactically, okay. and also treatment-wise, um, melatonin has a great anti-inflammatory effect to it. it really helps. Um, quercetin, seventy-nine percent improvement early goes down to twenty-four percent if we wait till late. Vitamin D, 81% early, drops down to 56% if we wait till late. Budesonide, which is an inhaled steroid, 82% improvement in clinical course if we start this early. Drops down to 39% if we're waiting until people are really sick. Wow. wow. Um, fluvoxamine, which is a, um, it's a SSRI, it's an antidepressant that we've been using, 89% improvement early, 40% late. So everything, remdesivir. Now this is the one, and there's yeah. there's some controversy to remdesivir. And that's only in um, hospitals? That's only given in hospitals. Okay. And it's interesting because the clinical indications are actually, again, for early treatment. But people aren't getting this early because they're not getting it till they get in the hospital and they're really bad sick by the time they get in the hospital. Got it. So depending on what studies you look at, some show 19% improvement in the studies. Other studies I've looked at show up to a 36% worsening in clinical course with remdesivir so i tell people don't rely on like hey i'm just going to go to the hospital and i'm going to get remdesivir and i'm going to get better because that's not the case
0: and that that kind of seems like the the message of this episode is like don't wait for don't wait yes yes (laughs) the
1: whole goal with COVID is to keep you out of the hospital if you have to go to the hospital improvement and the the whole clinical course, the mortality rate, everything's worse yeah. if, if you're waiting till you get to the hospital to get any sort of treatment. Yeah. So again, even if you're opposed to ivermectin and you don't want something like that, um, even just getting azithromycin, which is a the medicine that's in a pack, it has antibacterial, but also antiviral and anti-inflammatory properties. COVID is an inflammatory process. Um, so of course, you know, we're using steroids and things like that a little bit. It, it, those we wait till about day four to five Five, just because the way that COVID works, we don't always start prednisone right away. But all these other medications, even if you just get on high-dose vitamin D, high-dose vitamin C, bump up some zinc, things like that, all of that done early improves your chances of getting better and getting better fast. And when you say early
0: again, you mean within the first uh, couple of days of... First couple of days of symptoms, okay. yeah. Okay, so... What should they do then? At that point, you know, they got symptoms, yeah. just call the office and I think we've done a video. We, we have. Of okay.
1: How to be a COVID patient. Okay. Call the office, get in as a patient, um, but things that you can be doing even before that is the vitamin protocol that we always post. Yeah. Get on all the vitamins. Even if you can't get in with us quickly, if it's on a weekend, if you're out of town, something like that. Bump all your vitamins up. Cause I yeah. mean, vitamin D, like I said, 81% improvement in clinical course. Yep. Um, if you're somewhere else and you can't get in with us, finding a doctor who will at least give you a z-pack and some inhaled budesonide i mean all of those things
0: help and one thing you mentioned to me before we hit record was just you don't have to do all of them you know you can you can pick and choose you know what you're comfortable with taking what uh, versus what you're not yeah it's just a matter of doing something do something okay
1: don't just sit at home and wait um and so that's that's what gets so frustrating as a provider again it's just people being told go home and sit and wait yeah um and you know what we pick to do partly based on the patient and partly based on uh, you know patient preference, but also how bad they are. Um, so the, if somebody calls me and they're really severely sick, I'm going to hit with probably everything it. that's in the arsenal. That was my question. Versus yep. somebody who's like, yeah, you know, I've just got a little bit of a headache, a mild fever. Okay. We're going to start with a couple of things. Interesting. But if, if you've called and say you haven't listened to me and you waited till you're late in, we're going to hit with everything we possibly have in an attempt to avoid a hospitalization and just get better fast.
0: This is super fascinating and super important, guys. Early treatment is the message. And Robin, I can't thank you enough for the work that you're doing treating all the COVID uh, in Knoxville as well as surrounding areas. I know that that matters. It's hard. It's emotional. So we certainly appreciate you doing it.
1: Absolutely. I enjoy it.
0: (laughs) Guys, this has been another episode of Explain This. You name it, we explain it. We'll see you guys next time. Don't go away.